It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Happy Tuesday. Bonjour, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Beautiful and romantic. Oh, wow. wow. Beautiful and realist. I was going to say. I'm not the romantic. You're the romantic. I'm the realist. You are. Thank you. Love dating, romance, and relationships on this show. 855-905-8255. Our advice lines are open. What's going on in your love life? What's going on in your dating life? Yes. Simon and I want to help talk you through it, give you some advice. Uh, It is Tuesday, Mm -hmm. which means, you know, I'm the married one. You're the single one. My husband's always on on Tuesday nights. We play the not-so-newlywed game. I love that game. Uh, yeah, I, I know love you that do. Game. I've I know got you questions do. Questions, okay, for Jason and then for you. All the right. Not so newlywed coming up, right? Yes, the not so newlywed game. That's where Simon um, digs into my personal relationship. <laughs> sometimes it works out well. You know, sometimes we have these talks. We just talk it out, and then when I get home, it's like ooh la la central. Sometimes I get home, and, and I just want to go straight to bed and don't look at me, Jason, because I heard what you said about me today. But um, hopefully, it's all a good thing. Don't worry, it's and, all good. You know, maybe whatever's going on in my relationship personally is something that's going on in yours, and it will spark a conversation as well. Exactly, so, another way of helping. Hopefully, all right. We'll get my husband on to tell lies about me next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight, 855-905-8255. If you need advice, love, dating, romance, relationships, the relationship we're talking about every Tuesday mm-hmm. for a moment is mine and my husband's. We play the not-so-newlywed game. You and Jason. So I don't want to make this you know, just like all about me and my husband. I also wanted to inspire a conversation in your relationship as well, mm-hmm. and maybe... We might be going through something that you can relate to and, and make sense to you, Simon. Um, I, I get scared sometimes leaving this in your hands. Hi, Jason, my husband. Hello. 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 Bonjour, wife. Jason. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Bonjour. Good to have you. Welcome back, Jason. Yes. Thanks Thank for being you. with us tonight. So, Simon, um, you have a topic ready to go? Well, yes. Um, I have a question for Jason to start with, really. If you look, if you take all Angie's stuff, Right. Stuff. stuff. Like clothes, clothes, things. Um, I don't know. Honestly, is there a couple of stuff that Angie keeps still at you guys' house that if you could, you'd love to secretly get rid of? And what Ooh. are those things? Like anything that bothers you that I own. God, there's two of them. One, like the first thing that pops in my mind, if I could get rid of something of yours, it would be your phone. Um, Why? That's shocking. I'm surprised to hear you say that. It. You're always on it. She, even at home? Even at home. Oh, that's really? <laughs> really? It's my phone? It's my phone? My phone. Like, I don't, you couldn't see what just happened in the studio, but when you said my phone, I literally pushed off my chair in shock and threw my headphones down. I was so surprised you said that because, because this is oh, called transference. Because this man lives on his phone, on his computer. He is never so, Benji, doing anything but let, 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 I get that, but let's let's understand why he <laughs> said that. So, Jason, you, why did you say the phone, honestly? Yeah, why? Because she, um, it, it's a little bit, I don't want to say addiction is the right word, but like it's just oh habit God. for her to go on oh. uh, social media a lot. And then when mm-hmm. she's not on there, she's, she has these games she plays on her phone. And so, what? even though like, she may not be doing anything, like 
we'll be sitting there watching television or something, and uh-huh. she's like, her face is in her phone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't ever know. What maybe she's I'm doing, bored watching basketball games. or like wrestling. Really? Do we watch basketball? Boxing. Do I make you watch basketball and wrestling? I don't know. But listen, Jason, <laughs> this is like, you are so wrong because, okay, I will admit that I am on my phone a lot. I'm going to say that. It, I don't think you know what I'm doing on my phone half the time because he'll ask me, like, what's going on on your phone? And I'll be like, I don't know. I'm checking social. I don't know. I'm reading emails. Like, a lot of the social stuff I have to do is for work as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. A lot of times I'm responding to work things. And if uh-huh. I'm playing a game, it's because maybe that day I'm feeling a little tense and it's one of my ways to relax. Okay. So, mm-hmm. fair enough. Second question. But, not fair, because this man is on his phone 24 hours a day. So, I think that that was like projection. Is that true, Jason? Are you no, actually... No, it's so, true. <gasps> I'm on my computer a lot. I'm on my computer a lot. the biggest liar right now that has ever lied in life. Go and ahead. How often does your phone battery almost die? Always, because, babe, you know why? Mine because I work, dies. and I don't have time to plug stuff in. How many times do I have to ask people, grab me a charger? Because, you know what? My stuff's always on. I got jobs. I got three. I got 87 jobs. I got emails. I got voicemails. I got texts. I got tweets. I got socials. I got to keep up, man. This is my job. <laughs> we got a mortgage. Okay. All wow. Right. There well, we go. What's your excuse? I, I'm, not, I'm afraid to say anything. That's right. Don't be afraid. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're right. No, I'm, a, you know I'm on what? my computer. I'm on my computer a lot, but I, I've made a concerted okay. effort in the last few months to be more in the moment. I appreciate you telling me that because honestly, I wasn't aware that it bothered you so much, and I will be more cognizant of that. Yeah. And I will do better. That is my promise to you as a wife. Awesome. Okay. And, cool. And I mean, if that's the biggest complaint I have, then we're we're good. Yeah, I, I don't think it is the biggest complaint, but it's the one we had time for right now. <laughs> Can you stay on the line because I have sure. something, and I yeah. will yeah. I will tell you about that next. More coming. Okay. On the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I am. I don't know who I am. I'm you Angie. Are Angie. Hi. Angie Taylor. And we're in the middle of <laughs> the not so newlywed game. The not so newlywed game. Thank you, with Simon. With your husband, Jason. I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted. Jason, you still with us? I'm still on my I'm, phone. I'm still here. <laughs> Simon, you asked, what would you throw out? Yeah. And Jason said, first and foremost, your phone. Um, and then I thought we were done, and it was my turn, but then... Uh, but there was one other thing. I heard Thanks, Jason Joe. say something about two things that he wanted to get rid of. Oh, okay. Jason, could you enlighten us on the other one? What is it? Uh, so so you you're have a future as a marriage counselor, I see. Yes, I do. Yeah, well, I need all uh, it's amazing how Jill is right here for our relationship all the time. Go ahead, babe. You're welcome, you guys. Uh, what else? The, the other thing would be half of your T-shirt collection, because you have a thousand That's fair. T-shirts. That's fair. I mean, there's like... You haven't thrown away a T-shirt since I've known you. I have (laughs) emotional attachment to some T-shirts. And also, let me just explain. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I agree with you. I have way too many T-shirts. But for a living, I do not work at a bank. I work at a radio station where I also get up at, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning. And I'm not getting all, like, fancy. So my uniform is... A t-shirt and jeans and Jordans. That's what I wear almost every single day. Okay. Now, okay. you have enough t-shirts that, like, you could wear one a day for a year. Cool. What happens a lot of times is, like, you'll 
when the laundry gets backed up, like you'll get stressed out because there's a lot of laundry and it's because you don't run out of clothes to wear. So, Mm. you know, you'll, you'll do laundry when it's, when you have 500 t-shirts stacked up. Uh, yeah, my like clothes stacks have... up because you bogart the laundry machines all day. So I don't have time to do laundry. <laughs> I, I, I need time to ask also Angie what she would get rid, no. what stuff she would get rid of yeah, from Jason. Get rid of my stuff. Yeah, you ready? Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating romance, relationships, marriage. And I feel like this is Festivus. We're airing out our grievances tonight for some reason. Simon, you asked a good question. Every Tuesday, we play the not-so-newlywed dating game, Jason and I, my husband. Exactly. Together and for 10 years, but you have a question. Well, yeah, tonight's questions we started with, with Jason. What's the thing you would get rid of in your husband, wife, or partner, closet, or house, or anything? And so Jason said he would like you to get rid of the phone ASAP. I'm on it too much. Right, and then half of the T-shirts. Now, I've asked you to yes. tell us... What thing you want to get rid of? Well, right now there is one thing that is driving me absolutely insane. What is it? His damn alarm clock. And here's the thing. My husband bought this stupid alarm clock that wakes you up with light slowly emanating from it. Like he's going to wake up from that all of a sudden as if the sun is rising. And I'm like, you're never going to use that thing. It's going to sit there forever. He never uses it. It doesn't work. It flashes bright orange nonstop all night long. I can't sleep. I feel like I'm sleeping in Times Square. <laughs> Jason, oh is that true? Is it that bad? Yes. No. It, no it's not, not to that him. Bad. She said to me the other night, she goes, how do you sleep with that light flashing? And I said, well, because I close my eyes. Right. So, like, I don't like... It's not even that bright. And I I'm came sorry. home yesterday, and she hit it. It's gone. It's, not, it's nowhere to be found. It wasn't where is it? me. What do you mean? Where is it? You're a, you're a lion. You know what? Liar. Okay, thanks liar, for being liar, with liar. the rendezvous tonight. We're going to change gears next. Um, I don't know what he's talking about. Where is it? I don't know. You know, the cleaning person came and, like, cleaned our floors. I don't know what happened. We this had, clock is gone? We had a delivery service gone. that came in. Maybe they gone. fell in love with this clock. It's so dope. And they for took real? it. Simon, yeah, I don't know what. No, I, Listen, I promise you, um, gone. Oh, the connection is <laughs> bad. We're breaking up. I gotta go. I love you so much, and I'll work yeah, on my I phone. I promise. Bye bye. Okay. I don't know. I'm Kate Moore. Oh, rendezvous yeah, 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 yeah. next. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Switching gears away from my personal life with my husband. <laughs> That's always fun. Uh, and I want to take some calls, Simon. Let's talk to our listeners about their uh, love, dating, yes. romance issues. 855-905-8255. I want to pick up the line in Albany, New York, listening on 99.5 The River. Here's Camille. Hi, Camille. Bonjour. Hi. You need some advice, I understand. How can we help you? Basically, um, I was seeing somebody for uh, about a year and a half and um, it was long distance and we'd been really good friends for a really long time, about 30 years. Mm -hmm. And um, we broke up over the summer. He, he ended it. And, um, and at first I thought we'd be able to maybe salvage our friendship. Eventually Uh, we really weren't speaking, but you know, we were kind of trying and we actually got together Uh, a few months ago and had dinner and drinks and it went really well. And then uh, the next thing I knew we were getting, we got in this big fight because he accused me of stalking some new girl that he's uh, been seeing. And I didn't even know he was seeing anybody. (laughs) The new girlfriend's getting calls from a random woman. 
I guess so. And so she voiced this to your ex. Your ex believes it's you. Yeah. Okay, so what's your question for me and Simon? I mean, now obviously we had a huge blowout, and I obviously, you know, said it's not me. It wasn't me. I cried. Mm -hmm. We haven't spoken since, and I'm really sad about it, and I don't know if I should just give up and... Give up what? What are you you wondering if you should give up on? That he'll ever realize it wasn't me. Will we ever be friends again or more? I mean, I really love him. I'm really sad this all went down. Uh, You want him back. Simon? Yeah. Simon, she wants him back, don't you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, why do you care? Kemi, between Angie, just for Angie and I, do you want him back? Um... I don't know in that way, but I really hate the thought that he thinks I did something like that. that But like, honestly, it does make sense, but it makes sense if you're invested in what he thinks about you long term, which you shouldn't care at this point. He's moved on with someone else. You guys have broken up. Why are you so invested in him still? I think I really loved him. Mm. Yeah, that's the only conclusion I can come to, you know? And, and you it probably... makes me sad because I also lost my one of my best friends. Yeah. Well, that's a breakup. Uh, yes. That's and, a breakup. And, and Camille, still, you still love him. Yes. So you loved him, you love him, and, and it will take time. Uh, I think it's time to really take distance and, and let them have their life. If he misses you and wants to go back with you, he'll get back to you. If he accuses you of shenanigans, I would not even pay attention to that uh, a girl might say this not true not true truth is you know you have to let the time heal the wounds of the breakup if he misses you he'll come back to you if he doesn't well then he won't and you have to start your life now too yeah and you yes you do have to start your life i agree with simon like you're not allowing yourself to move on you're hanging on to this person who's already moved on from you do you know what i mean like he's in yeah. a, he's doing something with someone else and you're hanging on and you have to give yourself time away from him. Even like if you say to say it, I just want to be friends. There's a reason you're hanging on. So allow yourself the the mental break from this relationship, whatever it is right now. Yes. And and heal yourself and see where you are at the end of all of it. And and let him live his life and you live yours. Because honestly, you're hanging on to somebody and fighting for somebody that's not fighting back for you. And you need to yeah, that's just definitely true. Yeah, that's, don't. That's a good point. Andy. Yeah, don't fight for someone that's not fighting back for you. You know, like you need to move on, and and whether it's alone or whether it's someone new, it's not with him right now. I agree. Thank you. I think I really needed to hear that. Yeah, just take care of yourself, girl. I mean, keep your distance. Keep your distance. He's you know? in. He's in with yeah. someone else. Don't be involved. And we wish you the best of luck. We hope you call us back soon and tell us that you've moved on and you're happy and, and- you met somebody great. Or Me you're too. in love with yourself for that moment. <laughs> yeah, either one. Right. All right. Thank Great. you so much for calling the rendezvous. Camille, more next with Simon and Angie. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Love dating, romance, relationships. We just had Camille on the line mm-hmm. who is still sort of involved with her ex, but the ex has a girlfriend now. So the ex is moving on. Mm-hmm. And it, it brought me to something, Simon, I want to talk to you about. About when we keep our exes sort of lingering, mm-hmm. even if we've moved on with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this happens a lot. Yeah. I was listening to my husband and his friend talk the other day about a mutual friend of theirs right. who he is in a relationship with a girl for six months or something. Okay. But his ex still has a key to his apartment. R- still like, what? will just pop by whenever. 
She um, still has the key. Still has the key. They still talk. Oh, this is my favorite part. They still sometimes see each other for a couple bottles of wine and then just fall asleep and nothing happens. Like, no, Are you I, serious? And he has a girlfriend. So I'm not. She doesn't mind. She she doesn't know. The girlfriend doesn't know that uh. the ex is like, you know, coming over for a couple bottles of wine and they fall asleep. And he's adamant about, well, nothing happens, nothing happens. And she, you know, I just don't want to hurt her feelings. And it's like, well, uh, you're in a relationship with someone else. So when we come back, Simon, um, I know sometimes when you're in a relationship and he was in a relationship with this girl for a long time, just like Camille, our last caller. Mm-hmm. And I know it's hard to let go, but that's what a breakup is, right? You got to break up. And sometimes people feel like, well, let's try to be friends right away. But those feelings aren't resolved. So I want to know from you why you think that people keep their exes in their lives, even if they've moved on with somebody else, but the ex is still kind of like lingering. I think I have the answer. Yeah, it, it happens a lot. So I want to know if this has happened to you and and what your advice would be for people that okay. are keeping their exes around. I don't think that's healthy, but maybe you have a different perspective next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Listen, maybe you're in a relationship. Why is the ex still hanging around? Why is the ex lingering? Why do you make excuses for that? Um, This goes off our last caller and and a a story I just told you, Simon, about uh, a friend of ours that, you know, is in a relationship, but the ex-girlfriend is still his friend and they still have talks and she still has a key to, like, why, what is the payoff and why do people still keep their exes around? Because they still love their ex. Do you think it's love? Yeah, no, it's they need the love. They have their heart. And I've been there I, when I was younger. You keep an ex, even though the breakup has been officially said, announced to the world and your friends, and you may even date somebody else, mm-hmm. but you still love the person 100%. And you have not yet start the process of ending that. It's a very painful one, right? So you do exactly what uh, uh, this this person that uh, Jason and our friends know. You just pretend. Right. Right? So uh, you say, oh, it's just, we, we talk because she's we're still friends. I want to hurt her feelings. Truth is, you don't want your feelings hurt by you her not talking to hurt. you. Yes. It's so a that's projection. The I, and I kept telling my husband and his friend, I'm like, He's getting something out of it. But there is a payoff here because otherwise he wouldn't do it. Otherwise it'd be messy and drama and he's he getting something. From her, from the ex, he still gets attention. He still gets conversation. He may even get ooh Great time. Is Cuddling. this an ego thing? No, 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 no. It's in your heart. I don't think it's love though. I don't no. think it's that deep. I think it's more something surface. Like I like he needs no attention. En- he need like no Or energy. do you think maybe his current girlfriend isn't the conversationalist that maybe his ex was, and he's not realizing that that's something he needs very much. No, I think he still love her. He needs her, and he still love her, the ex. Okay, I want to talk about safety net yeah. relationships, okay. because I, I feel like that's something that, you know, you breadcrumb. You sort of, like, keep hints. You sort of keep people interested for a reason. Yep. Let's talk about keeping someone in your life just in case. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous. You found us. Lucky you. We're talking love, dating, romance, and relationships. Simon Marcel, our French romantic here. And you, Angie Taylor, a beautiful American, but very real, and who keeps me real every night I try. Here. I try to keep it real. <laughs> but I can be romantic, too. That's true. And, and I can very be sweet. very unromantic. But listen, our, our conversations leading up to right now have been all about somebody in the background 
maybe, uh, you know, just a, sort of a plan B person. Let's say that, um, you know, you are in a new relationship, but you're kind of like keeping an ex around. It's kind of a, in case of emergency, a plan B, a backup plan. Why would you ever need to do that if you're in a new relationship? Why do you need to have a plan B? Somebody has a plan B because there is no plan A, right? Or they don't trust plan A. Don't trust plan A. It's not working out. Or they're commitment folks. So you try to find every possible ways to have a backup plan. That's the definition of a commitment phobe for me, that somebody never can do everything like all or nothing with one person. Right. And it works or it fails. Like, I feel like if you have found somebody that has all the qualities you want, why do you need a plan B? Like, you forget about everything and everybody that you've... Oh, I can't even think... Like, my husband, when we started dating, it was as if I was a virgin who had never been touched before. Uh, I was whatever. Nobody has ever... I I didn't date anybody before. He is the only laser hyper-focused. I, no guy would ever have been in the background. None. So, I feel like if you do have a safety net, it's because you don't trust that you're not going to fall. That's why you have a safety net. You have a safety net to make sure you never fall alone. That's for sure, right? That, that there's somebody to catch you. Somebody, right. But right. why do you feel you're going to fall if you're in a new relationship? Because I think it's not the person you met. I think something in you is not yet either ready, uh, mature enough, or satisfied enough to just be in a normal relationship. You're have not- you ever been in a relationship with a new girl yeah. and you still talk to an ex just in case? Well, yes, but uh, to be totally honest, I'm still ex with 80% of the women I dated. You're friends with all so, the women you've dated, n- but you're eight, friends. 90%. But it's a genuine friendship. It it's not, you're not keeping them around for a selfish reason. You're keeping them around because you truly enjoy them. You're not using them. And I feel like in the cases we've been talking about tonight, there's a reason that they're there that's not just for friendship. It's it's a selfish reason. Like, I need you for this thing. I need you either for the ooh-la-la or I need you to stimulate my brain because the person I'm with right now mm-hmm. is not doing that for me and yeah. I don't trust it. I agree. And it's, it makes you question yourself. So let's say you're a woman and you meet a guy like that, okay? You're going to feel like, am I doing this enough? Am I good enough for him? Because you feel the X is somewhere in the shadow. If you but, feel the X run, is in the shadow. Start running. Yes. <laughs> right? Thank you. Wait, say that again. If you feel the X is in the shadow, start running. Run from that shadow. Because yeah. the X will always be in the shadow. Put your Adidas running shoes and yes. start running. Because in the very beginning of a relationship, it should be only the two of you hyper laser focused. There shouldn't even be somebody lingering. I would think. If it's healthy and beautiful and you're in love. Now... You have no ex, really, you're in contact with. No. The only ex I'm in contact with is my, my daughter's father. And that's right. out that's of legal reasons. reasons. Of course. Uh, otherwise, never would I ever speak to him again. How come I need to understand why you didn't do like me and kept the good ex, the people were kind and mm-hmm. How come I didn't keep friends, them as friends? Like I do. I do care for, uh, you know, everyone I dated. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything bad to happen to them. Sure. And we had a good time. It was a memory. It was a snapshot in my life. But- I just move on. I, I, I don't hate anybody. Um, I just don't have time, honestly. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's go to maybe some emails, simonandangie.com for advice, mm-hmm. or take more calls, 855-905-8255. Simon and Angie back next on The Rendezvous. 
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Um, Simon, I want to go to an email. Yes. Love dating romance. Somebody needs advice mm-hmm. on simonandangie.com. Our listener, Cassie, wrote in. Um, she's listening in Bellevue, Ohio on 101.5 The River. Simon and Angie, mm-hmm. I really am at a loss for what to do. I'm hoping you can help. I have a male friend who I've known for over 10 years, and I love him as a person, but I've never had romantic feelings for him. Okay. He's told me before that he loves me, and he thinks he can treat me better than the men I usually date, but I've always just kind of brushed it off, like, never looked at him that way. Well, last night, Mm -hmm. he proposed to me. What? Whoa. He got down on one knee. Told me that even though I can't see it right now, that he's the one, uh, and that he'll spend his life dedicated to making me happy. I'm confused now. I told him I, I need time to think about it. I mean, I love him, and he's everything I would want in a partner, but I've just never looked at him that way. The idea of being married and settled is appealing, though. Am I crazy to even consider saying yes? Whoa! That's a big one. There is, if you've seen the movie Casino, the exact same scene between Robert Sharon De Niro Stone. and Sharon Stone. He says to her, you can learn to love me. And, we can and start what with happened respect. in that movie, And though. she says, I don't like you like that. But and, and he tried to convince her, and then he proposed, and he buys her out, remember, for those $2 million. Yes. You cannot ask somebody, because you're nice, you're wealthy, you're kind, you're sensitive, to want to love you. It's, this feeling is either there or not there. And if it's not there, please, please don't buy it. Don't force it. Don't make the guilt for it. It doesn't grow. It does not grow. All right, Simon, I want to talk more about this. Should you say yes because somebody is perfect on paper? Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Going back to a listener email we got from Cassie saying, I've had this male friend for 10 years. I like him. I love him as a person. I'm just never had those feelings for him. He proposed mm-hmm. because he's always been in love with her. And now she's kind of cons- like, am I crazy for considering it? I mean, we're great friends. He's my best male friend. But you said you've been a great reference, Simon, to one of my favorite movies. Casino. Yes. Uh, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone and, you know, have, and Robert De Niro starts some kind of uh Relationship, he proposed, really. and, and he proposed. She even said, "I am not in love with you. I don't have these feelings for yes. you." Yes, and then he makes the mistake, or she makes the mistake. If we, if it doesn't work out where well, I'm going to end up, and he said, "I'm going to take care of you so well that you'll be fine." But that, and she says yes, and we see a scene later when she's on the phone. They just got married with James Wood. The, is a little crying pimp, for her ex, and 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 then he says that you know I love you and all this, and we know the lie. And here's the point, Angie. And call me romantic if you want, but. That's why I believe in true love and love. Either it's there and like a plant will grow under the sun and and the water and all this, or out of a desert, nothing will grow. So you cannot, for any reason, if there's not the feeling in love mutual, one side cannot find a way, there's no way that this feeling of love is going to be growing, even be born in somebody else who doesn't have it for you. Mm -hmm. It's sad. I've made the mistakes. Like, try to force it, seduce it, buy it. Because you see convince. all the other parts of them that, like, oh, they, they look perfect. They treat me well. They they want to take care of me. They're good with my kids. But if you don't have that spark, you and, don't have that love. And what somebody should have told De Niro in that movie is, why do you want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you back? Yes. Because he was getting something out of it, too. But I want to talk more about 
the person that looks perfect on paper. Let's talk about Is that, that ever a good idea? Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships. Listen, there are so many times in life where we have been looking for a partner and suddenly we have a friend of the opposite sex that you keep looking at them trying so hard to have a certain feeling that just never comes because you know on paper they'd be an amazing spouse if only you thought of them that way. And a lot of times we will look at partners because of this mental checklist we have. He's got to have a great job. He's got to be good to my kids. He's got to listen when I talk. He has to be all these things. Yes, he has that. But you're not in love with him. So why are you trying to talk yourself into a relationship where there's no spark where there's no love. And Simon, I think we've all been there. Yeah. Forcing the square peg into the round hole. Like, if only she saw this about me, then she'd fall in love with me. Or then, but like, that is the worst reason. Maybe that means that that person's supposed to be a forever friend for you. Yeah, But yeah. they're definitely not supposed to be your spouse. Because in each of us, we all have one person we meet in life, or sometimes two, that we get attached to. Yeah. Who doesn't want us back. Right. And it's unbearable, unbearably painful, mm-hmm. depressing, understandable. And our instinct, men or women, is to find a way, right, to avoid the rejection. Yeah. What's the biggest fear well, we the, all have? Well, the one, the pursuer, yes, that the, is in love, that is like, why won't you love me? Yes. Our biggest fear is to rejection. be rejected. Yes. That's, that's the biggest fear. We've all had it. Mm-hmm. And then we have this toxic relationship because we don't want to see the truth. And this you, person is And not you lie truth. to yourself because you know... Even if you know and, you know, you can have those moments where you're like, this is not going to work. You put it in the back of your mind because the idea of it not working is more painful than the idea of this person going away. So you're like, no, I'll I'll figure it out. It's going to work. And it just never does. Absolutely. You self-abuse yourself over and over. And you're the biggest loser in that situation. At the end, absolutely. Have you ever been in a situation with a woman, Simon? Yes. um, Where you knew. In the back of your mind, this is not going to work. But there's something that I feel like I can make her see me a different way. She's telling me she's not in love with me. She's telling me she doesn't see a future. But watch, I'm going to change her mind. So I have a story that happened in my 20s where I fell in love. This wonderful, beautiful woman who was liked me as a friend. Mm -hmm. I could not, with my ego, accept ego. ego. Uh, uh, uh. I could not accept that this woman I thought was so fantastic didn't find me fantastic back. Didn't want to be my lover, really, unless she had drank a lot. And I, my ego was so weak in that mm-hmm. sense, mm-hmm. didn't want to see it. You couldn't believe it. So? Like, I'm great. I, How? I would buy <laughs> great clothes, sure. bags, whatever. And then she would sleep with me, and then she would spend time with me. Because she was getting something out of it. And then we would go to clubs, and people would say, oh, Simon, this girl, this, that. And, my and ego that's would what get, you were yeah, getting out of it. Okay, So the ego boost was like to yes. the sky. Yes. But I knew deep, deep inside she had another man in her life, and, and, and I was just a provider for her lifestyle, yes. and like I, a sucker. That's so great that you say that, and, and I'm, I'm glad that you admitted that you were getting something out of it as far as your ego. She was getting something ego out of it monetarily. And, and and whenever you're in a relationship where it's not working, where you know it's not going to, this is not going to end well, you have to ask yourself, what am I getting out of this? And if it's something 
like your ego, if it's something monetary, if it's anything other than this is loving, this is mutual, this is amazing, that should be your red flag. There's a payoff, and the payoff isn't the right thing. It's like jumping out of a 60-story building, and you know you're going to crash, but at every story you pass, you say, I'm still good, I'm still good. Yes. I'll be okay, I'll be okay, until splat. That was me with that girl. Yeah. If it's not mutual, it's not worth it, and- Reciprocity. Uh, reciprocity is Without very it, important. No love. Thank you, Simon Marcel. Thank you, Andrew. Woo! We aired that out for the last hour. Wow. Because we've I all feel been better there. just saying the truth of what Good. happened those years ago. Good. There's a payoff in every uh, dysfunctional relationship. Somebody's getting something out of it. Yeah. Just think about what it is for you and realize it's not right. All right, more of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. We had so much fun with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talking love, dating, romance, and relationships. And if you missed any of the show tonight, we have great topics that you need to check out on our podcast, simonandangie.com. We played the not-so-newlywed game. Yes, with Jason, your husband. Always great, great segment. The topic was, what of your partners would you love to throw out, which turned into I don't know what, as it always does with me and my husband. Then we also had Camille's email about her friend, her male friend, Uh who she just sees as a friend proposing to her. And then safety net relationships and keeping the ex around. If you're in a relationship but that ex is still lingering and you're allowing it, you're doing it for a reason. And that's Simon where your Simon Says came in. Yes, I said if you feel the ex is still in the shadow, start running. Start running. Right. If you start a new relationship with someone and you feel like their ex is still around. That that means that the person you're dating is not free from that ex and he's still involved with her. Go away. Get out, get out of that situation. Start running. Put your running shoes on. Because there'll always be an excuse. Oh, I feel bad. Oh, she. I can't. She, her mom's going to die pretty soon, and I don't want to like hurt her and blah. That's like, right. Always something. Always something. Andrew. Right. And there'll yeah. always be an excuse. So I love that, Simon. Thanks, a, lo- a lot of times there's people in relationships where the ex is still a pain in the bootay. So there you go. Um, like we said, check out simonandangie.com podcast. You can email us any of your questions if you need advice. And we would be happy to answer them on the air for you. Mm-hmm. Also, if we're not here, you can leave us a voicemail with your question, 855-905-8255. Thanks for being with us tonight. Until tomorrow, uh, more Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.